Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. and welcome to this episode of Masters of Self University podcast. My name is Ellie Lee. And I'm Donnie Moley. And welcome. We are so excited to be here with you. We have so much to talk about, so much to discuss. Uh, Danny and I are currently being certified to become coaches at Masters of Self University. And today, Danny, you're you're in the you're in the hot chair tonight. All right, I'm I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. So first of all, how are you feeling? <laughs> I know um, you just finished class. I did just finish class, um, so that means I just finished crying. Because every <laughs> every time I drop into class, there is some tears, some deep emotions that uh, that mm. come up. And uh, one of our coaches, Alejandro, just went through a very deep healing, and mm. uh, I was I was right there with him, and uh, it was it was great. I always feel very light, very very enthused for the week. Thursdays are my favorite day, uh, and now I get to do this with uh, you, you beautiful soul. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just very excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here with you too. And you and I just met a week ago. Literally, guys, we've we met a week, but I feel like we have created such a solid uh, friendship and bond together. And I know that the first time you and I spoke, we were like, I was like, okay, so how did you get to MSU? Like, how did you find? So could you tell me a little bit about like, you know, your story before you found uh, Rachel and MSU? Yeah. Um, so my story with, with all this work begins when I was in Hawaii. Um, I was living in Hawaii. Originally, I'm from the UK, um, but I've been living in the US for the last eight years. And I was out in Hawaii and it was a rainy day and I ended up doing um, doing a little email uh, scholarship for my university. And I ended up getting a scholarship for a leadership uh, degree, a master's in leadership. And that degree really focused on authentic leadership. So the more Mm. authentic you could be as a person, the more, I'll I'll define that as the more congruent you are with your thoughts, feelings, actions, values, behaviors. When it's all aligned for who you truly are and and what you believe in, then you can be an authentic leader. So the the whole degree was about self-awareness and self-regulation. So this work started for me in 2015, um, but in a much more... um, like studious way. It was very theoretical. Um, but the reason why I really liked the degree, it was very practical, uh, because we actually put it into our lives. And then I tried out management. I hated it and I didn't know where my life was going to go. And then 2018 led me into a dark depression. Uh, I had severe depression and anxiety. And from there, it really awakened uh, something within me. Spiritually, I started growing and and looking for deeper answers to everything and grew and grew and grew. And I I realized I wanted to to teach what I'd been learning, mm. but I needed a I needed a teacher. I needed someone to guide me, and I was looking for that guide for a few years. Um, and I was listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, reading a lot of books. And eventually, I heard Rachel Fiore on Paul Check's podcast, and something about the way she used her words, mm. her her 
her program that she talked of, the Mystical Life Coach Certification, it spoke to me deep inside mm -hmm. and I could not stop thinking about this thing. It was on my mind 24 seven and uh, eventually I applied. I didn't quite get the, uh, get the response um, immediately. And so I reached out to her and turns out the response was in my spam email. And uh, yeah, here I am now, three months into the program, uh, super excited, had so much healing already in these past mm. three months and still feel like it's only getting going. So mm. uh, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you talk about um, having really deep depression like in 2018, but growing up as a kid, like, did you, did you struggle with a lot of like, quote unquote, mental illness is what they call it. Did you struggle with anything like that? Or were you like a very happy, like growing up child? And then it hit you when you were an adult. Um, so I first experienced anxiety when I was eight. Uh, I was around, I was around eight and I had no idea what it was. Um, and I remember calling up my mother and being like, hi, mom, I feel like, I've realized that we're finite beings and that when we die, we're nothing. And um, oh. I've had this huge existential crisis. I, I mm. was like, I realized that we're nothing and this life is meaningless and blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't control my thoughts. My heart was racing. All the symptoms, you know, just had anxiety, but didn't know what it was when I was eight. And my mom didn't have the vocabulary at the time to be like, oh, this is anxiety. You're just mm -hmm. going through a bit of a spiritual crisis. That's all good. <laughs> um, so it was deep. It was implanted in me from a, as a kid. And mm -hmm. then... Um, Growing up, I was very happy. I would I think I suppressed a lot of it and I worked through it, but it was very suppressed. Um, and so then in my mid twenties, it all just, my psyche cracked open and all of the trauma and the anxiety and depression came out. Um, and now I look back, it was, I could, when I got still enough, I could feel it. Um, it was always underlying, it was always there, but I did a great job in uh, smiling through it and uh, I used to use a lot of alcohol for uh, for for suppressing and avoiding and escaping the 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 reality of uh, the present moment uh, and so now I'm in a process of going back through uh, all of my life and, and healing those wounds and not suppressing anything and trying to get trying to do the opposite right get, mm -hmm. get as still as possible as present as possible and mm. as healed as possible yeah no it's uh yeah it's a road we're on. I'll say that it's quite a road that we're on. Um, you know, so becoming a mystical life coach, like th this is truly a career shift. You know, this is something that it calls us very deeply. And so what made you really take that leap? Cause I know that you were really excited to like even get the email back and all these things, but what made you really know in your heart of hearts? Like this is definitely for me. Uh, a calling, uh, it, mm. it's exactly that it's in the heart. Um, so something deep inside was, was pushing me towards where I am right now. Um, uh, not being happy enough with mm. the life that I was leading for the last 10 years. I've worked in luxury hospitality. I currently work for the Ritz Carlton. Um, and it's, you know, it can be a great career. Um, uh, but it just wasn't fulfilling for me. Mm. So there was a there was a deep driver inside to do something that really resonated with uh, what I, what I believe I'm here to do. Mm. And uh, yeah, does that answer yeah. your question? Absolutely. Um, you know, when I describe Rachel Fiore to people, uh, I say if you want to get an ass whooping, 
then you uh, you can go check her out. But if you're not ready to be ripped open, <laughs> do not check her out. Uh, so, you know, I think it's interesting. She has so many men students. I think that's really interesting because I think men, because, you know, of patriarchy and the society we live in, there's this, the ego comes in and goes, oh my God, like you don't want to be taught by a woman, all this stuff. But then I see all the men that are in this program that are being certified and coaching and you guys are just like next level. So what is it? I know that you talked a lot about the way that she spoke, but I know that you and I also discuss like this groundedness about mm. Rachel and her teachings. Can you give us a little bit on that? Yeah, she she sits in this place of mm. uh, of truth mm. and she 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 can speak straight to your soul without um you drifting off into the to the realms of spirituality she's mm. extremely grounded here and as a human on on earth and and that is incredibly powerful um and especially coming from a place where you you don't really understand all this spirituality maybe lingo that comes comes into talk whenever you're talking about inner healing and mental and emotional mastery uh, and she really just brings a, a huge amount of presence mm. um, and wisdom and it, it just comes from this this place of knowing rather mm. than uh, just like a, a textbook it doesn't feel like she's reading from a textbook mm. it feels like she's talking from real experience that she's had and uh, it's I've I've not found that in, in anyone else. The only person that she reminds me of is Wim Hof in certain ways, just in mm. the ways that she's he's so grounded in the here and the now. Um, and she's like that as well. Very yeah. powerful beings. Yes. And I feel like uh, when she, you know, I, oh, what's that thing? It's like a, a, what, what, a conch. Like, what do you like do? Bo-bo-do? Like, what's that? Yeah, is that a conch? That's yeah, the, that's the conch. Yeah, that's the conch. I feel like she like, just blew into the conch and then the ones that were meant to follow her were like, Oh, okay, here we go. And exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why we are here in this place. But yes, I totally agree with you. She has a power to her. Uh, and I told her, I was like, you know, you're very intimidating, but the moment I speak to you, I feel light. All I, all I just feel is so light. And I think that is really, um, the, the, the characteristics of an enlightened being <laughs> is having this like resonance. But then when you speak, it's this like flow, it's this like real, it's just this fresh lightness that I feel. So it's just, it's really incredible. She has really shown me like where we can really go in this life when we go inside. So, um, yeah, shout out to Rachel. We love you so much, <laughs> obviously. Yes. I also feel like one of the aspects about her is she's mastered the art of both divine masculine and divine feminine. Oh, so yes. yes, we're born as like I'm born as a man, you're born as a woman, but we mm -hmm. both have these archetypal energies within us. And she knows how to go into her divine masculine and get very yes. direct and straight to the point. And I think as, as you were talking to earlier, like us as men, we really resonate with that. Um, and we can really get behind that. So when she's in that zone talking truth uh, and just in class today, she was doing it and I was in awe um, mm. and had a few revelations of, of mm. the inner workings of her and how she's so uh, effective at what she does. Mm. Um, but part of it is is the power, but the power coming from the divine masculine there to protect and serve. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful to watch and feel her do mm. that 
the yes. more I become attuned to the subtle energies within myself, mm. I'm starting to notice it more in her. And so I can, I'm starting to pick up more on uh, her magic uh, mm. and I'm hoping to gain some of that magic myself one day. You got the magic. You got the magic. We've all um, got the magic. That's we've all the got truth. the magic. Yes. We've all got is... the magic. And yes. she's been able to open herself to the yes. magic. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, you know, I think before I signed up for this program, like I remember having a consultation with her and the whole time I was just like, I was trying not to freak out. So I was like, I was totally just like freaking out. I'm like this woman, this woman, she's calling me out of my whole body is vibrating. And then when I signed up, you think you're gonna know what the next six months are, but you don't really know what the next six months are. So uh, what were kind of uh, the notions you had before you started the program and did it change as you started really doing the work and you know being in every class? Mm, yeah, well, the classes started out, the first couple like pretty mellow, you know, mm. you, you don't wanna jump straight into the deep sure. end. And I'd say like the, the, for me, there's been two kind of phases of this program. Mm. And the first phase was kind of, uh, like a, a, a slow walk into the ocean. Mm. And then the second phase was more of a, okay, let's go jump off the diving board now. And, uh, for me, the, the first phase of my healing, it was all mm. about clearing this, uh, this wound I had from my mother leaving. And it was a lot of sadness once I got rid of that, then I had to figure out, okay, well, now this big wound's gone. Now I've really got to hone in this skill mm. of going inside and connecting to my heart. Mm. Um, and that was actually more challenging because it was more subtle. It was finer. It took more finesse. Um, mm. And just last week, I had my first experience where I really was able to get into my heart and embraced by what I now understand finally uh, after being on this journey for a while of what self-love actually is uh, and I always the last couple of years I've been been looking at self-love and I thought uh, you know self-love is taking care of yourself mm -hmm. and it is mm -hmm. that is part of it for sure then I read Stephen uh, David Hawkins book the letting go the pathway to surrender and a lot of his work I see in 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 her teachings yes. uh, clearly it comes from the same place mm -hmm. and uh, yeah then I started understanding oh well maybe self-love is is a little bit more of letting go of these lower vibrations. And then I was like, well, how do you do that? And mm. now I'm working with Rachel. It's, yeah, you have to learn to love every aspect mm. of your lower vibrations. Mm. And that's what this this last three months has been for me is when something comes up, you got to learn to love it. Mm -hmm. I think that um, people don't, you hear about transformation, right? But I think it's until you experience what true transformation is, is where you can really stand behind that and go, this is what it was like for me. So you've been in this program for three months. What's been the most monumental uh, moment for you where so, like the first thing that like hits you like a ton of bricks, like, you know, when she's like talking sometimes and like you have the, like you have this moment, you're like, oh my God, you know, do you, can you recall a moment like that where you had in class? I've got three. Um, so, so the the first one is the one that I just mentioned, and it was mm. that that well that wasn't the first one. That's the first one that comes to mind. Um, the 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 first one in class um, mm. was just when she was able to first really get in there and show me my inner child, Oof. and I I've been trying to work with my inner child with a uh, talk therapy for the last. 
I think one, like I'd say about two years. Mm. Um, and it was mildly effective. Sure. Um, but as soon as I brought up, uh, it was the week that we started learning about emotional wounds and she was able to guide me into my wound. The, as I mentioned earlier, the, the, the mummy abandonment wound that I had. Mm. It was incredible. I, could, I was there inside my own self with my inner child, connecting to my inner child, teaching this, this kid how to grow his light mm. and, and love what's happening to him. Um, and since then, you know, the healing that's happened since then has been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed the things that affected me in certain ways, um, especially around women where I'd mm. maybe get really insecure. They don't carry the same weight anymore. Mm. Uh, and so it, that was the that was the first big one in class, the first big one out of class. And this was a really big one. As I mentioned before, I've suffered from depression for a while. Mm. And anyone that's listening to this that's suffered from that um they'll know exactly what i'm talking about there's a space that you enter and it carries a particular very heavy weight um and when you get in it it's very hard to get out of it um at least in my experience and i woke up one morning and for the last three years sometimes these waves of depression would come and i would kind of get lost in it for a while but this wave of depression came and I felt it. And instead of resisting it and worrying about it, which I would do in the past, expecting mm-hmm. to know what's coming, I was able to just drop in and love mm. the depression. And I felt it. Mm. I wasn't afraid of it. There was mm. no fear behind it. I just loved it. And within two minutes, the feeling completely dissolved. And it was I was able to go about my day as normal. I did arrive at work and one of the bartenders who's very in tune to energy was like, you seem a little down today. And I was like, yeah. And then that could have caused another spiral. But I just loved that. I loved Uh, it. mm. And by the afternoon, I was back to my cheery chipper self. Um, Mm. So that day was huge. That was a really big day for me because that was like me really taking back power of my own journey of healing. Um, And it showed to me that these things of depression, anxiety, yes, they're real, but they're also programs and they really can be transformed. Woo! Drop the mic on that story. Uh, I can relate to you so much. I resonate with you so deeply Mm. because as someone that has deeply struggled with depression, anxiety my whole life, uh, when you work from the mind and you don't come from heart, the mind makes these energies so much bigger, so much darker. And they over they overtook me for so long because I kept feeding it, you know? And I think the moment that you start to understand that you can love it is the moment that you take all the power that you've been feeding it away. And it is so transformational and so monumental. And um, I just appreciate that story because it really shows me like, man, like this is the work, like this is the work. This is the key that I have been searching for because I think you and I um, can relate to this. The spiritual world can be very like what's going on. What's go- You can get lost in the sauce. That's why I say you get lost in the sauce sometimes. And understanding that all of the work that you need on all the tools that you need are within is um, massive, massive, that you don't need anything outside of you. And I think that's what's so amazing about this work is she even, you know, I remember she had this class where she was like, 
even your meditation music, get rid of it. She's like, because that is outside of you. And I am teaching you that you need nothing but you. And that really hit me because I was like, this is, this is truly radical self-love. Like truly, you know, back to what you were talking about self-love. Because in, in society, what is self-love? Like, oh, like take a bath. Like go get your nails done. Like make sure your body is tight, like all this stuff. But in reality, that's still just focusing on the external and not focusing on the internal. And so radical self-love is loving every part of you. And so I think that story is really going to transcend. So thank you so much for sharing that. To all of the magnificent men listening right now, Masters of Self University has exciting news for you. Enrollment for our Divine Heart of Man program is now open. Based on the universal ways of oneness, the teachings in this program cannot be found anywhere else in the entire world. Your source of divine power does not come from outside of you. That's why tools like breathwork, meditation, plant ceremonies, and wilderness retreats can only take you so far. Temporary effects are not what we offer at Masters of Self University. We don't offer anything less than energetic alchemy. That means permanent healing and transformation for you. When you join this two-month guided journey into the divine heart of man, you'll learn how to stop forcing your life, your relationships, and your goals. You'll transform instead into a man that can connect to the source of divine power that expands your life, heals your relationships, and guides you to the achievement of your goals and desires. In this elite program, you will receive group learning and guidance, group healing, as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching, one-on-one -on -one healing sessions, and you will be guided and healed by highly trained, certified mystical life coaches from Masters of Self University. So if you're ready, and I mean really ready, to stop searching, stop spinning your wheels, and to stop wasting your time and energy on things that cannot take you to the highest level possible. Then sign up right now and join this transformational healing community for men. The Divine Heart of Man begins Thursday, May 26th, 2022, and spots are limited. So be sure to sign up now so you don't miss this priceless opportunity. Go to www.mastersofselfuniversity.com and click on Divine Heart of Man to sign up now. As you said, you are a bartender, and mm -hmm. I know uh, just speaking with you for a week, that's not in necessarily alignment with you, but now that you are in this program and you're becoming certified and you will be a coach in 2022, Danny, you're going to be a coach, okay? Like, you're going to be coaching people. What does that feel like for you? Um, how does the shift feel for you? And what comes up when I even talk to you about leaving this old, very 3D life and job and entering this, 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 this job that's just full of everything that lights you up? 
Mm, yeah, it, um, there's a lot of energy behind it. I've noticed mm. just there is an abundant amount of energy when I'm doing something that I believe is more f aligned towards my purpose. Mm. Um, and whenever, like, I could talk to you on these podcasts all day and have probably not eat and be totally fine. But when mm. I'm at work, oh, it drives me nuts. Um, uh, I'm it's I'm just moving past that phase of my life and uh yeah it super excited for the the prospects of the future it's a completely different feeling to be doing something that you or working towards something that you're really passionate about and yeah, yeah I'm, re I'm ready to get going now but i've got a month left of work um until the hotel closes and yes. until i graduate from this course and mm. I, i'm i'm ready to serve that's mm. really what it comes down to i feel like the last three four years of my life have, have been about going inwards um and learning mm. and now i want to help spread spread what i've learned and and help people heal that's what it's about yes. right yeah yes um, I think a lot of people who are listening to this could probably resonate with being at a job that doesn't serve you or it's not aligned with you. How do you, with all of this work that you've learned of how much you know time you put into yourself, how do you stay in the light when you're in such an environment where there seems to be no light? You know, sometimes I'm in environments, I'm like, so what, we're just like all chilling in the dark? Like we're just not, we're not, we're not like going to be illuminated anyway. How do you maintain that frequency and that vibration? Uh, it's tough uh, and it's mm -hmm. not always possible. Um, mm. And I've learned to have a lot of grace with myself whenever mm. I'm not staying in that because that's part of it. Because, again, there's no judgment if I fall out of the light uh, because that's not what self-love is. Uh, mm. And the more that I, I judge myself for not, you know, not being perfect, that's that's the opposite of what we're trying to achieve here. So, um, you know, I, I do my best, uh, but it, it really comes down to a few things morning and night I do 10 to 30 minutes of heart meditation mm -hmm. uh, the practice that um, it's technically not meditation it's an aspect it's a kind of meditation it's just connecting to your heart and allowing this this heart chakra this energy center that we have here that Rachel is guiding us towards to just mm -hmm. open more um, and then at the end of the day is making sure I'm using the same practice that she teaches to clear all and mm -hmm. detach all of the energies that I take in and mm. I can, as a HSP, a highly sensitive person, I can really feel when I've taken mm. in uh, other people's energies. And it was oh, another, back to the question you asked earlier, another mm. moment I had in the last few weeks was, um, I'm just going to share this story because um, it was, it was mind blowing. Uh, a, a server came to the back and he was in very busy and all like kind of like stressed and anxious and I thought he was annoyed at me and I took in all this energy and internalized it as him being angry at me and then I dropped into my heart and asked is this mine and my heart was like no no and I stopped and I grew my light and in that moment I was like for the last 29 years I've been taking on other people's stuff and it was like this light bulb moment like this isn't yours to feel this is not yours you don't need to feel that as a as a as a, as a man who's kind of on the sensitive side as a hsp i feel a lot but I don't need to feel everyone's negative stuff and so that was a huge light bulb moment and then the rest of the evening i was like he came, when he would come up to the to get drinks from me 
I would grow my light, step into my power and let him feel that. And within the next hour, he'd come over and I'd be like, are you all right, Will? He's like, yeah, I just had a bitty night. He was like, there's nothing you did. I just, I was really busy. And I was like, I, the old me would have been like, oh my God, I've done something so wrong, mm. you know? Um, so I can't yeah. remember what question you asked, no. but I, I, it brought up that story and I felt like I had to share it because it was an important one for, for my journey. Yeah, it's so crazy because um, <laughs> it literally happened to me a few weeks ago. I think also as an HSP, <laughs> highly sensitive, we take on the collective energy. And so I had this moment where I was making a sandwich. I was fine. I was fine. And all of a sudden, like anxiety hit me so hard. And I was like, I dropped into my heart and I said, is this mine right now? Because I don't know where this came from. And I realized in that moment, this is not mine. And I was like, come in and let me love you. And literally within moments, like it disappeared. And I realized this is power. This is, this is truly what it means to be an alchemist. You know, you alchemize these energies, even if they are outside of you, like that is how powerful we are, you know? And I was like, oh my God, like this is how I protect myself. And this is how I get through this life. Because for those of you who don't know what an HSP is, it's a highly sensitive person. And I didn't know about this term my whole life. Nobody told me. So I'm walking around being like, something's wrong with me. And now to understand that nothing is wrong with me, that in reality, it is a superpower and a gift to feel as much as we feel. But now that we can alchemize it into love is just the biggest game changer ever, ever. Totally. I remember yeah. being in uh, every most movies I watch, I end up shedding a tear and I would have to hide them from you know, my girlfriend yeah. and I was just feeling shame and embarrassment for feeling Aww. that. And I would be like, why the hell am I like, no one else is crying. Like she's yeah. not even crying. Why am I crying? Um, but to go back to, uh, this relates to a question you asked earlier. Um, I remember listening to, after I listened to Paul Check's podcast with Rachel, I then listened to her on uh, wellness force, um, with Josh Trent and then Mark Groves, uh, love all those guys do, yes. do great work. Love their podcast. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, as I'm, as I'm listening to it, she started talking about this term HSP, highly sensitive person. I can't mm. remember which podcast it was on. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. Um, maybe that's me. me maybe. Mm. And the way she was talking about coaching, um, she was including how she said 20% of society are HSPs. Mm -hmm. And we have to include that in our, um, in our, as, as coaches. So we, we know we're educated. And the other thing she included was the fact that she trains people on how to deal with trauma. Now mm -hmm. I was wanting to be a coach. I was, I had all the ambition. I had a lot of passion. I'd done a lot of self-development, but one thing that I was worried about was opening up somebody's wound and not being able to know how to handle it. And a lot of people, I was, there was another coach that I was working with, coaches, coaches, and, um, you know, he was saying like, just, just do it. You know, you've just got to take these action steps and just take the leap of faith. But something inside of me was saying, no, like, mm. what if you hurt somebody? And it was coming, it wasn't coming, it was coming from a slight place of fear, but it was also coming from a place of love uh, because I didn't want to hurt anyone. And so when she was talking about the mystical life coach certification, what we're doing now, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's surreal that we're, you know, we're in this moment. But yeah. when she was, when she was talking about it um, and she was saying how, you know, we teach people how to, to handle other people's mm -hmm. trauma uh, and really get trained in that art 
that was one of the key things that was like, yes, this is what I need. This is one of the missing pieces to what I want. Because um, ultimately... I want to heal people. I don't want to open up someone's wound and and trigger them and or make them even worse or further traumatize them. Um, and uh, I've definitely, you know, felt that in from certain healing experience I've had where I've I've not felt ready to fully open up. Um, and uh, so yeah, that that kind of really that was one of the really big parts of why I wanted to work with her and from what I've learned so far from her I can honestly say that it's it works yes I yeah. mean I leave every class feeling like I'm flying you know what I mean it, it gives you this feeling of holy crap like I feel unstoppable and I think that's because we are uh, unraveling our survival selves to really reveal our true selves and um the energy that just per what what's the word just pushes through me is just it's really unexplained there really is no words for what we're experiencing it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah um well, I, yeah what what i uh, came to learn just to further that point is the reason why i felt that fear mm. is because i hadn't gone deep enough into myself with the healing so because i hadn't gone there all all the way myself I still had a lot of powerlessness, a lot of fear that was within me, which was a program that I was running. And then therefore that can be projected onto a potential client. The difference between every other program I've looked at online and every other coach that I've worked with is that Rachel guides you through your own healing. Mm. And that is your textbook. That is your reference. That is where you pull all your knowledge, your wisdom, your experience from is your own self. And so to be able to bring that to a client is completely different mm. than doing some three-month online thing where you learn about how to talk the talk you gotta walk the walk baby that's what we're here for that's right that's right and i and for those people who don't know who want to know more about the coaching program she teaches us how to heal ourselves first so yep. this is very much of us going in first so that we can help because because if, if we don't know how to heal ourselves we have no business being out there trying to heal others when we're so broken and so I think that's what's so extraordinary about this work. I've been a part of programs before. I see a lot of teachers out there and I was so lost, you know, because all their teaching was manifestation. All their teaching was this very toxic, like love and light and do this. And when you get caught up in that, it's just a whole other bucket of trauma that you're going to be experiencing because it's bypassing. You're just constantly bypassing. You know what I mean? And her work is don't effing bypass. We're not by You're feeling everything. You're feeling everything. And I think that's why this work has been so transformational for us. Um, Danny, how would you describe uh, where you are now? Now that you have, like, and I, I wanted it almost in like in five words. If you could describe like in five words where you are now, what are the words that kind of jump up at you? Healed, healing. Mm, mm. Powerful, mm. peaceful, in the light. Oh, I love that. It's a journey. Mm. Um, it, it does end. Your healing does end in some yes. regard. There is a, 
a good amount we can do and I'm still going through it, but mm. I feel mm. lighter, so much lighter than I started this program in October. It's February, oh, it's March now, March, mm-hmm. March 3rd. Wow, time's flying. <laughs> it is. Um, I think it was the end of October that we, still, we started on uh, around that time and so much lighter, so much lighter, um, so much more at peace. So um, everything becomes easier um, once you get rid of the things that you didn't even know that were troubling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get very used to living the lives of ourselves mm-hmm. and we can also, we can become numb and unconscious to mm-hmm. the shadow aspects of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes we don't even realize, you know, mo- not sometimes, most of the time, we don't even realize what we're carrying around until we've cleared it and you're like wow i thought everyone just felt like that and Mm -hmm. had to go through that Mm -hmm. um the as someone who struggled a lot with their mental health the um the mental side of it it's just night and day there um it takes uh, that that being said this takes a lot of work um as an extraordinary amount of work that you've got to do but um the the mind doesn't produce the same thoughts because it's not the mind is attached to the wounds so Mm. as i've cleared out the wounds the thoughts that are in my mind are much more pure and clear Mm. so i'm living in a a much easier place um so much less suffering so much Mm. more grace there's still going to be challenges Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of those Mm -hmm. but for now um just things things are a lot smoother a lot smoother yeah i agree with you um, before we close up our episode, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of men uh, that are going to hear this episode and a lot of fears are going to come up, you know, of, oh, but I'm a man and I don't want to be. Do-. But obviously, I think, you know, Danny, when I witness you and when I witness you speak, I know that you are here to help many men and women, but uh, a lot of men uh, come home to themselves. What would you say to the men out there who are in fear, who are letting their ego kind of drive them, but who want to do the work? What would you say to them? There is a way out. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, to, I would say to them to start tapping into your heart, um, which is a process. And it, it, it for me, it does, it required a lot of guidance. Mm. Um, but um, the answers all lie in your heart. And if you feel mm. anything other than peace, you're running a program. Mm. So if you're not in peace all day, every day, and unless you're enlightened, you, you're not. Um, you're running a program. I still run many. Um, we all still run many. But if you're ready to change, take the leap. Um, that's what this institution is here for. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you if you feel it a, a calling deeper inside, because um, that's I always judge things off. Not I hate the word judge, but you know I always uh, base things off not judge base things off my heart and what is my heart saying and when I feel that in a push then that's when I know it's time to step up so if you are a man out there and listening or you're a woman take the leap uh, because your life will will change drastically and that's what Mm. we as coaches are all here for Mm. we're here to grow our lights and all of yours and and uh, make this world a better place so we can all be uh, peaceful yes 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 uh you know, obviously, Danny, we're going to be hearing more from you because you're going to be on every episode uh, with am. me. Yes, you are. But uh, thank you so much for all of your insights. For anybody at home who is really interested, visits 
mastersofselfuniversity.com. If you want to work with one of our wonderful coaches, if you want to work with Danny, just visit the site, okay? And, and do a free consultation. Trust me, okay? You're not going to regret it, right? Danny, mm. right? Can you back me up on this? 100%. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's your life will change when you start really stepping into your power and your light. And yes. uh, there's there's no better place that I found uh, mm. than this institution. So mm. I, I just can't wait to, we're, we're in a massive period of growth as an organization. Mm. Um, and if you, you're interested in, you know, anything that we're talking about, check out the website, uh, jump on Instagram and, uh, hit us up on, I'm on Instagram, Danny Moley 14. Yeah. Yes. Ellie J let's go. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll chat to you. You have any questions, you let us know. Cause uh, yes. we're here, we're here to serve uh, yes. and we're here for you. Yes. Yes. Um, for everyone at home, please subscribe, you know, leave us five stars, leave a comment if this really resonated with you and, uh, we will see you guys very soon. Bye. Bye.